to The Missing Piece, the international podcast. Hello everyone, this is Gabi from Lithuania. Welcome to The Missing Piece. What comes to mind when you hear the word Latvia? Is it mysterious land? Or perhaps it's your first time hearing about this country? Latvia is one of the three Baltic states located in Europe. This country has beautiful seashores and around 54% of Latvia is forest, making it one of the Europe's greenest countries. But today we will speak about how is it living in Latvia as a student, especially one that enjoys sustainable living and being vegan. Welcome our guest Anna from Latvia, Liepaja. She is owner of the blog called Minimal Waste Extra Life, as well as YouTube channel where she shares tips about healthy lifestyle. Welcome! Welcome, thank you for having me. Happy to be here. I'm so glad you are here. So, as I mentioned, most of our listeners will not know where is Latvia. So, can you explain? Sure. So, Latvia is near the Baltic Sea, uh, between Estonia and Lithuania. And as you said, uh, we we have really beautiful seaside. We are near the Baltic Sea, and we're also one of the Baltic countries. And yes, we have borders with Estonia, Lithuania, Belarus, and Russia. I bet it's gonna be a lot more clearer for our listeners. But another important question is. What is Latvia famous for? Because you mentioned the seashores and the so- other things, but what about other things? And how is it different from other countries? Right, yeah, Latvia is definitely known for its beautiful and rich nature. And we have wildest waterfall in Europe, Kadventus Rumba. And we have many national parks and seven protected marine zones, microreserves, nature parks, and or 500 nature reserves, nature monuments together. And of course, um, Baltic Sea, amazing beach, but it's often quite cold. And also capital city Riga, old town, is on the UNESCO World Heritage Site because of its art novio architecture. But if we, but nature is not the only thing um, really significant about Latvia. From Latvia also comes many great athletes, um, as Kristaps Porzingis, maybe you have heard him, and he comes from my city, Liepāja, and he's a well-known basketball player from Dallas Mavericks team. And then we also have BMX rider and world champion Mari Strombergs, who won gold in 2012 Summer Olympic Games. And we, Latvia is also really famous for winning silver and bronze in skeleton and bobsleigh, which is winter sports. And Martins Dukurs is a skeleton um, skeleton athlete, and he has won gold and silver awards in many world championships. And uh, Latvia also have um, rich culture. We love to sing and dance. And every four years, we have huge song and dance festival in Riga. And uh, there are two types of this festival, one for for students and one for adults. I was also uh, participated in a student's one uh, when I was in ninth grade. It was like, I don't know, um, six years ago or something. I I don't remember exactly, but it's a festival that gathers um, dancers and singers from all around the Latvia 
and uh, there are thousands, we are thousands together singing uh, traditional songs and as, um, and um, it's it's a great time. It's two two days event and uh, really really famous. It's uh, I think it's also one of the UNESCO. Um, yeah, it's an, um, and also um, the one last thing I want to mention is that Latvia's Latvia's flag is one of the oldest ones in the world and it's used since uh, 1280. So, 1,280 year. Mm, that's so interesting that Latvia has one of the oldest flags. Yeah. So, how is it like living in Latvia? I know it's a bit hard because you live in Latvia, so you don't really see the difference. But, for example, you lived in Lithuania, after all. So, you can compare. How is it really different in Latvia when you came back to Liepāja? Um, uh, generally, I don't see like a lot of differences. Um, maybe, of course, the, the language and uh, so on. For example, we don't have so many Iki shops here, <laughs> and uh, maybe they are not the the cuisine is not so available here, and um, but. Uh, Generally, like I don't see like a, like a lot of differences. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I yeah. think it makes sense because it's like both are Baltic states, so we are basically Lithuanian and Latvian, basically sisters. So of course, they have not much difference. Yeah. No worries. It's good that there is no much no much difference. No culture <laughs> shock after all. <laughs> yeah. It's. I, that's why I feel really comfortable living in Klaipad and studying because um, I feel like I'm almost at home, you know, the same Baltic Sea side we share, Klaipad and Liepāja, and it's it's always, you always feel like you're partly at home, you know, and don't feel homesick when I'm studying in Lithuania. Mm, true. Uh, so, now a bit more harder topic because most of our listeners tune in to hear about political situation, political systems. So can you tell us about Latvian political system? Introduce Sure. So. sure. Um, generally, so Latvia is democratic parliamentary republic and we elect 100 politicians every four years in Saima or Latvian Republic Parliament. And president is elected by Saima also. And then president elects minister president. And yeah, so, and um, Latvia is also part of European Union and NATO. And uh, um, for me uh, in politi on politics, I'm, I'm not super active, but I, I, uh, some, like I sometimes watch news and I read. Uh, if, if there's like something um, like some interesting topic discussed in politics or so on and I, of course I also vote and I also participate in the climate change protest march in Fridays for Future that was in 2019 and um, I also sign petitions and for example lately there has been hot topic about um, legalizing same-sex marriage 
and their rights. And so I'm actively following that issue and that debate. And I also signed petition for allowing to legalizing same-sex marriage uh, because I believe that everyone should have equal rights for family. And uh, the one of the mottos of this campaign, which has which has been going for quite a long time, but now it's in this hot point, in a high point, that all families are equal and should be seen as equal, no matter if it's same-sex parents or uh, like same-sex family or not. So, yeah, I really I really hope that uh, Saima will look through this and make the right choice. So you mentioned that uh, same-sex is not really legal in Latvia, yeah. right? Only yeah, marriage. Yeah, marriage is not legal. Yeah. Oh, I assumed it was different situation from 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 Lithuania. I assume Latvians are more progressive towards that. Um, so, no, sadly, no. <laughs> oh, so it so people like that still face uh, homophobia and many other things. It, yes, I, I, yeah, I think so. Ex especially in, in like smaller cities. Um, for example, like in Riga, in capital city, I feel like people are more acceptable towards it because we even have one politician who is openly like speaking about it that he is gay, and also we have quite, quite a lot of musicians. Um, which which are also gay and uh, like people are starting to talk about it more and um, like there's like TV shows happening now in Latvia and like yeah people are definitely starting to talk about it more but I feel like if we look at all the generations sometimes even my parents or yeah like generally older generation you know from um uh, yeah, because I think because of the history and so on, they are they are less flexible, they are less adjusting and less interested to get to know this this issue and all this is related to. So, um, mm. but generally, yeah, I I really I really can't st say a lot about. Because I don't know how exactly like people who are a part of LGBTQ community feel, but at least the conversation is going somewhere, and definitely the situation situation is not that bad as in Poland. Yeah. Mm. I see. Well, that's good to know that uh, your political system is gonna be try to resolve this issue. Maybe you know the specific date when it's gonna happen. Oh no, no, I'm not aware. But I know that, like, I think it was last month, the petition uh, reached more than twenty thousand signatures, and it was uh, given to Parliament, Saima, to look through it, but they declined it, okay. sadly. But people are never giving up and they are raising the vote, the signatures, they're raising signatures again uh, for second time and then uh, they will uh, they will uh, give it to parliament to look at it. Mm, 
but I'm not sure about the date exactly. Hopefully everything is gonna be resolved and they're gonna consider right. it at least, you know, because that's what's important. Right. Let's go to more easier topics now. As I mentioned in the introduction, you are, you practice uh, sustainable living, being vegan, and if I'm mistaken, please correct me. So, so, and you are practicing yoga as well. Yeah. And um, I was wondering, is it hard to engage in such activities in Latvia, for example? Is it easy to find uh, vegan food or sustainable uh, living uh, where you don't need to use plastic and you can use everything that is recyclable? Can you speak about that? Sure. Um, last year the situation has, has become better, but yeah, maybe two years ago or three it was quite hard to find um, like vegan products and and so and like you know uh, like alternatives and but but now I feel like it's it's becoming easier and for example now in my local shop there's special area for just vegan and vegetarian substitutes uh, and like yeah like different foods so I'm really happy about that also. Now, many coffee places, restaurants are now offering plant-based options and like milk alternatives. Mm, so I feel like it's it's growing, like this, the situation is becoming better. And uh, there's, it, it definitely uh, are developing, um, but not as fast as in Riga, for example, in Capital. They have been really, um, going, going for and developing a lot of like vegan and vegetarian uh, friendly places. Um, for example, there's a lot of coffee places and restaurants, and also some restaurants which are fully only vegan um, in Riga. So I'm happy for that. And also, if we think about zero waste movement and minimalism. Uh, I'm really happy that last year uh, in my city, in Liepāja, Zero Waste Shop opened the doors and I'm often visiting it, so it's like the shop where you can buy different foods and and, uh, goods and grains and even hygiene uh, items without packaging or in in an eco-friendly one. Um, So there's also a shop like this in Capital, of course. (laughs) Because capital is always like you know first and more developed, and um, but if we look at recycling, um, like near my house, I have some containers, um, but I feel like we are still you know lacking a lot of knowledge about it and maybe some like infrastructure. For example, I really like that in Lithuania they have this. Uh, thing where you uh, return your bottle like plastic bottle and then you give then you receive the check with money and and like this I don't know what's the name of it but like the system when you return your bottle and then you get this money back so they are planning to have something similar in Latvia but maybe like in two years so I'm really sad that it's happening so slow and um, 
because yeah, it's 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 a shame a bit. Uh, but generally, I feel like it's quite. It's now. It's really. It's much easier now to live a vegan, vegetarian, or zero waste. But yeah, and if we think about yoga, there's also in, in my city more yoga clubs open and events. Even now, like online events where they teach yoga and meditation. I just feel like people are more now more open to speak about and talk about spirituality and yoga and meditation and all these things like self-development. The main question now I have, when did you become interested in um, sustainable lifestyle, being vegan, yoga? Which one of those three came first that you became interested and Mm -hmm. when? So it would be interesting. Right. Uh, My first thing was yoga. I just wanted... I was dancing show dance at that time and I felt that like I'm losing flexibility and I have I had pain in my knee and I wanted to become like more flexible and then I started to watch YouTube videos about yoga and then later I also went to some uh, on-site face-to-face classes of yoga and meditation and, and then later I started to like read more and then I I uh, read about veganism, vegetarian uh, lifestyle. Like first, I was vegetarian for a year, and then after that, I become vegan. Uh, when I also started university in Lithuania, you now I was living in dorms, so I was able to cook for myself. So then I become fully vegan, and now it's my third year. Yeah, because I'm in third year in university, so my third year be- being vegan. Um, and about um, what zero waste? Um, it was in high school. I was um, also reading a lot on the internet and watching some documentaries. And also there was some youth events. We have youth house in in uh, my city, so they were organizing like some discussions and workshops and so on. So I got really interested, and um, and then I also led some workshop, interactive workshop in my high school and and kind of educating my classmates about it and yeah and that's how I got into zero waste minimalism. I I was just learning and researching about it and I realized that we need to do something and and yeah and then then I started also to like uh, talk to my parents and and learn more about recycling and 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 just uh, example doing my DIY cleaning products um, and uh, buying my water bottle and also I stopped uh, uh, buying like fast fashion clothes so I I like my New Year's resolution I think it was 2018 2017 was to stop buying like fast fashion, but just shop in uh, secondhand. And yeah, it, just, it, it was just like step by step. <laughs> yeah. That's so interesting. Though I was wondering, um, as I understand, it became more popular during these years. But before that, would you get uh, aware remarks about it? Would people would not really understand that, or were they really accept? 
interesting when you would mention that hey you are living a sustainable lifestyle and you are vegan and so on did you face any prejudice about that or um uh, actually no and for example in my high school my cl my classmates were kind of interested but there was like i was teaching also this workshop to some other cl classes in high school and and they were uh, maybe like asking questions or maybe saying like some uh, objections and about you know like this vegan lifestyle and so on but uh, generally my teachers really supported supported me and like even they were interested to become more educated on it and learn and also on a member in my high school cafeteria they they also started to make more vegetarian meals and so overall i felt i feel like people were quite accepting and open also my family supported me and um, so i was like I, I i'm in really good place and i was also in good place because i know that many people who start zero waste or vegan lifestyle they sometimes have some rejection from family and like it's, it can be hard when you live with family to change your lifestyle but my my parents were quite understanding and um they also i also taught them some recipes and they were also interested to try new recipes and to like recycle and live more eco-friendly um so there of course there were some people from class some classmates who were like more against vegan and vegetarian lifestyle and they were like asking me questions about like why and how do i get you know the protein or how uh, or like that we need you know to to live to survive in the cold climate we need to eat meat and animal products and like so on many things but generally i felt like people are not angry or, or but they are just curious and when i just like talk to them and if i feel they are open to to listen then i just explain and so on but if they don't ask anything i don't tell about it a lot mm, i yep. see it's nice that you had supporting parents because i heard many times that people were like oh we are interested but our parents always eat meat and it's impossible to avoid it basically mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's really nice though you mentioned that you studying in lithuania so my main question is do a lot of latvian students after graduation go overseas to study or perhaps they are more likely to study in latvia from high school like many of my classmates uh, are studying in latvia but i also know some people who went to study abroad uh, for example netherlands denmark uk um they are they are quite popular choices for students and there are even like programs which helps to uh to set them in and like with documents and so on so i feel like students are interested to study in another country but um 
but like this year because of COVID lockdown and so on, I was listening to news and they were saying that this year is a record because more students chose to stay in Latvia and study in Latvia. So this year, <laughs> this year it was um, different. So yeah, people were staying in Latvia, but I feel like in previously, uh, students were were choosing were choosing to go abroad, um, but I think it also depends on uh, of language, how how knowledgeable they are and how much they know the English language. But but generally, I feel like in our English like st our high school and like school study system, how they teach English is quite good. So many many young people know English very well. So that's why they're able to go and study abroad. And there's like many also programs which helps them, as I said previously. Um, yeah, I, yeah, that, mm. that, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's interesting how a lot of people, students stayed in Riga. Obviously, it's because of COVID-19, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Though, but why did you come to Lithuania? Because you could have stayed in Latvia as well, or perhaps some other country. Why Lithuania? Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I chose to study in LCC, in International University, because they came to my school once, like in high school. They were they were part of my English class, and I got really interested. And I, I wasn't, like, sure where to study and what I want to study exactly, so... Um, I was just believing that, like, after, <laughs> or, like, in my last class of high school, after graduation, I will have this moment of insight, you know, a light bulb moment when I will understand where I want to, what I want to do and study. Um, but I, yeah, so I just visited the university. Like, I was quite open-minded about where I want to study, or so on. So I was just like, okay, I will just visit LCC and we'll see how, how it is. And I, I, yeah, visited in one of the open days and I really liked the atmosphere and like this great opportunity to study together with students from many other countries and study in English and also that professors come from US and other countries. And yeah, I've just felt that this international environment is really nice and Previously, I was participating in short-term Erasmus projects for a week, and I just really enjoyed to be uh, around people from different countries and, and cultures and get to know them. And so I was like, wow, that sounds really cool. And also, it's it's like you are in different country, different city, and, and like an international environment, but at the same time, you are quite close. <laughs> To your home because uh, Klaipeda is only like one hour and thirty minutes from my hometown, Liepāja. So I was like, it can easily, you know, come back during the weekends or like holidays. Um, but at the same time, I was quite tired of my own city and you know, living with parents. I wanted to be become more independent and explore new city and new place. And um, before, I, I wanted to study actually in Leopold before I got to know about LCC. I wanted to study in a new media uh, program, but I, I visited them also on open day, and I realized that kind of 
it's not for me and um, like yeah I didn't like liked it as I thought I would and and then yeah and then LCC came and I was like well yeah that's that's awesome and generally I think that education system in Latvia especially no, high, the highest education is is not the best in my opinion mm, like it's 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 not really going along you know the newest um the newest trends and on theories or innovations i feel like in many places uh, especially but if you look at like some private colleges and private universities in latvia they are quite good but they are super pricey but yeah and so generally I'm, I wasn't really passionate about Latvia education system and that's why I was happy to study elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. mm. Well, that was interesting. Thank you for your stories, thank you for your time and I hope that listeners learn something new about Latvia and that perhaps they were also inspired to start out sustainable lifestyle or check out if their countries have any vegetarian shops or options. So right. thank you so much. And thank have you. Have a wonderful day. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye.